welcome to the weekly cooldown. I am Kami Jace, your host for another episode. If you're joining us for the first time, this is the show where we get to know the gaming news of the week and we get to know our guest. It is episode 78 of the weekly cooldown. It is January 31st. It's the end of January. It's all over. <laughs> We're going into February. It's great. Um, the news has been weird this week. There's been a lot going on, but none of it's really big, huge news. We do have some big stories that have broke over the past like two days uh, since this recording. But, of course, we will start with a headline recap just to get you all caught up. So, let's get into it. Facebook is launching a dashboard and toolkit for streamers on their platform to manage their communities better. Facebook and the Fair Play Alliance partnered to create the kit. The toolkit will enable creators to remove comments, mute viewers, and ban people from their page or stream. Banned viewers can still watch the stream, but cannot comment or react with others. A limited-time Terminator Ghost Recon Breakpoint crossover is now live, with more content coming on February 1st. The two-part event focuses on a factory configured to mass-produce T-800 machines. Players must work to stop the machines and the factory, and in doing so, will reap some Terminator-specific rewards, such as the Starfield X4 Terminator vehicle, the RT-5 Shepard Terminator vehicle, and a shredded T-800 face paint. The event will continue on until February 6th. Switch sales have now reached more than 52 million consoles sold since launching in March 2017. This is with the release of the Nintendo Switch Lite and the official release of the console in China. The Switch has now outsold the Super Nintendo uh, and yet has not yet reached the height of the Nintendo Wii, which sold at an all-time high of about 101 million units sold. Additionally, Switch games are also selling well, including Pokemon Sword and Shield, selling more than 16 million copies. Resident Evil Resistance, the multiplayer component uh, coming with Resident Evil 3, does not fit into the Resident Evil canon. So says producer of Resident Evil 3, Peter Fabiano. In a recent interview with official PlayStation magazine, Fabiano explained that it's set in Raccoon City with scenarios that make it impossible to fit into the actual timeline. But thematically, it does tie in with Resident Evil 3, making it a reason why the multiplayer experience is packaged with the single-player remake. Fabiano said, quote, both of these titles have characters that are trying to escape somewhere or something, so thematically... It made sense. And those are just some of the big headlines this week. If you have some comments you want to make about any of these headlines, if you want to talk about them more, uh, or if I missed one that you want to talk about, then uh, tweet at me at Gaming on Twitter or at WKCooldown or join us on Discord and let me know all about it. Also, be sure to check out next week for the question of the week. I did not put one up this week. Uh, it was kind of a wild week, but we will answer it next week on the show. Speaking of, next week is February. I have a lot of things planned for February, including some bonus episodes where I am going to go way too deep into the Mafia video games. Um, 
for mm. you know a, a few more reasons than you might think um but we will talk about that a little bit later uh and also i'm planning on speaking to a ton a ton a ton of black creators um throughout the month of february for black history month of course so be sure to stick around for that be sure to check back next week the week after come back all the time first of all like why would you not listen to this podcast but also come back in february we're gonna have some great great creators streamers gamers on the show it's gonna be cool it's gonna be great um that being said i do have a uh, a cool friend here uh to help me out with the news this week and we're gonna get to talked with him and get to know him yet again for like the maybe i don't know sixth or seventh time how long how many times you've been on this show oh it's been so long but i mean yeah at least uh, five at least four or five at least five yeah i'd say at least five i feel like i got quite a bit in early right at the beginning you did and then we just kind of (laughs) noped well i got i was getting popular and then i was like oh no i can't have my friend on but i can have i can have new friends (laughs) You have new friends. It was um, nice listening through that transition, though, so it was fine. Yeah, getting stronger every day. Oh, yeah. My power grows. Um, Austin is here. Say hello. Hi, hi Austin. <laughs> hi, Austin. Hello. Uh, hi, you um, <laughs> So, Austin is here. We're going to go over some news. But before we do, let's ask that age-old question. What have you been playing this week? I have been playing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna include the last like two weeks just okay. because it's been so long. Sure. And because like I'm working overnights now, so I don't even know what day it actually is. <laughs> but I've been playing three games this week. Hit really hard. Um, started with Star Wars Jedi Fallen. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, absolutely loved it. It reminded me just so much of like the things that I enjoyed about the first two. Um, Assassin's Creed games uh, had had a, a lot of nice content in there. Reminded me weirdly of of those and Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very upset at everyone who told me I was going to be playing like a Souls esque Sekiro type game because that's not how it was at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least, that's at so... least, I don't know. That's how I felt with it. Yeah, that's a really like uh, I bought it for Christmas for my boyfriend, and he said it was like Tomb Raider. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Tomb Raider is a good example. Um, I I was telling people it was like a it was like a uh, like a melee Uncharted, mm. and uh, I get why the people who told me and the friends who told me like, hey, yo, it's kind of like a Souls ass game. It's like Sekiro. Like I understand where they were coming from. They they it has that little bit a little bit more difficult than than some just hack and slash games. Right. Excuse me. It has the same right. save function. But no, to me, it just like it wasn't. It wasn't one of those games at all. Yeah, the other two uh, is actually Sekiro, <laughs> and that's why I intimately knew it was not like Sekiro. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Sekiro was great. Um, having a lot of fun with it. Still, still struggling my way through it. Very hard game. And then the third one, which is actually one that I've been really enjoying for for a lot of different reasons, is A Plague Tale: Innocence. Oh. Uh, yeah, I finally started playing it. I bought it a long time ago when it came out. Um, finally started getting into it, and it's just a really fun story-type game. There's not a lot of... Um, kind of has like a little bit like a like a The Last of Us feel to it, where you're, you're 
moving through the story. You're not open exploration, anything like that. Um, yeah, really enjoying that. And I'm actually, it's kind of fun because it takes place in, uh, in historical France. So I've been playing it in French with English subtitles. Oh. So it's been kind of fun. It's been kind of a nice little, uh, little learning, uh, brushing up on my French experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, but those are, those are it. Those are the three. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a fun time. Um, so, uh, you have some, can we share, can we talk about your like cool announcement that you have? Oh yeah. 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 We definitely can. Um, so tell us. So I'm back to writing and editing, uh, uh, other writers work about Overwatch League. Um, my last website I worked for, uh, folded and unfortunately when that happened, uh, yeah, as, as it happens, but unfortunately when that happened, I kind of took a step back. I wanted to focus on myself a little bit. Uh, felt like I, I, afterwards I realized I went through a little bit of a depression and it was a lot of, it was like a good learning experience. A lot of, a lot of good, like, like I said, focus on myself for a while. But then, Mm -hmm. uh, when I came back, I finally, Kind of finally booted up Twitter again, um, and I saw that I had a message waiting for me from like a few months back. Some uh, an individual reaching out to me asking me what happened to the old website. We talked a bit, and they were looking for a new editor, and so I jumped on that opportunity. And currently working for uh, it's a Watchpoint Lobby is the website. We uh, mm-hmm. cover a lot of. Um, try to do a lot of team specific news uh there's there's a lot of the general news in there but we've got i think something like 40 writers um wow uh multiple two or three for pretty much every team it's great and uh we're we're just kind of pumping out as much content as we can uh kind of a a for the like community by the community type website mm-hmm. so um a lot of fun with that and kind of nice it's it's great to be back into creating and 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 helping push out um the content i was always a bit more interested in in the editing especially with a website like this where we're uh, a lot of us are are new writers and and people trying to get their feet under them and uh helping people develop their style and 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 find their voice in esports and in video games is just it's really fun it's really enjoying that right well be sure to check out watch point lobby yeah thanks. watch point lobby uh so your overwatch expertise will help us later as we cover some stories your esports you have a good like grasp on esports in general which is why i like having you on here because it's not like what you're not like oh i know a whole lot about esports but you're like <laughs> you know enough to get across to like people who may not know much and yeah. also like you know how to deliver it well so i appreciate no, that i i appreciate that thank you i i i really enjoy uh esports and 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 talking about it i don't a lot of the games i don't play anymore um mm-hmm. i have and and i i do occasionally play some some league and some overwatch but <clears throat> a lot of them i just kind of transition into that it's kind of like when you're growing up and you play soccer you play football and then at a certain point you kind of realize you know what i think i get a lot more out of this by just watching people who do it way better than i can right and uh, and enjoying that aspect so it's weird well maybe not because we if if you have siblings especially we kind of watch people play video games 
throughout our life if you've ever grown up with video games at all. And then when you think about, you know, watching people play it professionally, it seems weird. But you don't really realize, I guess, that, like, you've been doing it this whole time, more or less. You've been watching someone better than you. Oh, yeah. Like, take control of gaming and, you know, do it better. (laughs) Yeah, when I was, I mean, growing up, I played a lot of games with a buddy of mine, Bob, and he was just so much better at most games than I was. And it was really fun because... We'd play co-op, we'd play against each other occasionally, but a lot of the time we'd play like, okay, I'm going to set up the, the the computer over here, you're going to have the, the PlayStation going over there, and like, I'm going to be doing something stupid that's like easy to, to take and easy to do on the computer, but you're playing this like amazing, really well played out game over there, and I can kind of watch while I'm doing my thing. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where... Um, just seeing someone who who can do the thing better than you can um i mean the inverse of that i did have two friends watch me play the entirety of the last of us once now that's a little different from esports that's a little bit more like wow this is such a good story that all of a sudden like six hours later these two guys have been in my like in my dorm room for like ever and we just realized (laughs) like oh shit this is what we're gonna do for a while cool that's fine guys (coughs) so it was yeah I, I like watching um, other people play, and I, I enjoy the the way that the leagues have been developing and and uh, and evolving over the last couple of years. Right. Well, we will talk more about that later. Um, for now, I want to quickly not go to the news, but <laughs> instead, I want to talk about this really cool game. I stumbled upon while looking for some news stories, um, and, and I just want to give it like the bold recognition it really deserves because it's it's doing something that I absolutely love, um, and it does it really well, and it's just real nice. So anyway, um, I stumbled upon a game by the name of Alisa. Um, uh, it, uh, it, a PC Gamer article written by Tom Sykes um, calls Elisa Resident Evil with murderous dolls. And that's pretty much exactly what it is. Um, it is set in a dollhouse, it looks like. Um, there's some kind of CGI video that kind of shows a little bit of the game uh there's a demo video out that shows the gameplay and when you look at it it looks like it's straight out of 1998 1999 to early 2000s uh it looks like a ps1 budget video game but uh again someone is playing to that nostalgia of resident evil styled uh video games that i enjoy so much the uh, thing that stands out for this one is basically the character design. Uh, you seem to be playing as a girl who I assume is named Elisa. Um, and she... Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, right? What if it's not Elisa. You got it wrong. Um, she seems to be trapped in this mansion, much like Resident Evil 1, uh, with these kind of zombie-like creepy looking dolls that are uh following her around and 
walking toward her she is equipped with guns so i mean that's very uh that's very much to the survival horror type uh, genre um but the art style the rendering of the game is very blocky and so it's very ps1 uh resident evil 1 uh dino crisis looking i genuinely thought my my like web page needed to be buffered yeah <laughs> it, it. it looks that way but you can tell just based on i mean it's it's hard to make a game look like this now you know it's hard oh, yeah. to devolve a video game like that so you can tell there's a lot of love in this video game um the character design is you're playing as this girl who's wearing like gothic lolita clothes <laughs> it's very it's very niche but it looks so good the tank controls are all all in there i'm sorry i know people don't like tank controls i love them um it looks like this game is free to play there is a demo out now i will link it in the show notes of course so please check this out it just looks really cool um if you know me of course you do i am a resident evil fanboy um i love survival horror games in general too so like uh i'm i'm i think i'm gonna um maybe i'll stream the demo there's a demo for it i'll link that of course in the show notes but um it it just looks really cool i'm very excited to see more news from the uh alisa alisa yeah i really hope you do stream that it does look kind of funny i the 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 main character reminded me of like a like an alice in wonderland-esque yeah it looks like if you put um if you modded like a ps1 game and put jill valentine in like a gothic lolita (laughs) outfit that's basically what it looks like but it looks good it you can tell there's some some interesting uh themes here and i mean somebody really tapped into that oh i'm afraid of dolls thing and decided oh you know what let's make life-size walking (laughs) zombie dolls (laughs) uh, as an enemy and i think that's a great idea so um kudos to who made this let's see i don't actually know who made it alpha beta gamer wait no what was it something weird let's see i don't actually know well you know what at the end of the video uh it says casper crows c-r-o-e-s casper crows so i'm going to attribute this to casper crows (laughs) there we go casper crows making something very interesting casper crows indie gamer based in belgium all right well casper crows you you really got it you got it. I'm so excited for this fucking game. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not surprised you are. It does seem very much up your alley. <laughs> it's just, it looks real cool. Okay. Um, enough about it, Lisa. I love it, but enough about it. We got to get to the news. We got to get to it. Keep going. So let's start then with Apex Legends. Um, Apex Legends gave us a new look at a new character and then promptly killed him. In a video hosted by the developers of Apex Legends last week, the developers went over uh, Forge, the supposed newest legend in the game. However, an animated short recently showed Forge getting killed by the long-awaited Revenant character. Another animated short released this week shows a little bit more backstory for Revenant, and that seems to be the true official trailer for Season 4 of Apex Legends. Um, 
Now, the the real reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I'm really into this idea and this aesthetic that game companies are doing lately where they're like, let's make, like, this entire idea and then, like, make fun of our fans and, like, really confuse our fans by, like, fucking it all up. (laughs) I I liked it. I think one of my favorites... One of my favorite like hot takes on it was someone on, on Twitter put it like, oh, Apex Legends they they knew we wanted Revenant so bad they just skipped the guy they said they were gonna do for us. Yeah, <laughs> I I like that take. I mean, yeah. it's clearly not that take no, because no, no, there's no. <laughs> no way they put this together in a week. Um, but I I do like the idea that they were like, you know what? Let's just yeah, let's just f- fuck this guy. Let's kill this guy. <laughs> Um, season four is called Assimilation, which I'm wondering, um, how they, how they got the naming for that, because the Revenant character, um, they explain a little in the blurb in a YouTube video, is, uh, supposed to be this really elite assassin, but, like, now he's a cyborg instead of a human, um, and he's, like, very confused about his humanism i guess uh or lack thereof i guess so i wonder if assimilation is supposed to mean something a little bit um in regards to revenant i wonder if it's kind of like um what was the the gent what were the what were the guys in, in mass effect the, oh, i don't know uh, oh no darn i loved that game this is truly the one game that i've never played <laughs> uh no, I gotta look it up. Ghent sounds right. Because <laughs> well, it was the one guy. He was Legion. He was a he was a robot. Uh, race. Oh, but like I, I all like of Geth, the robots yeah, Geth, together. Geth. There we go. Gath. Thank you. Gosh. Hive and, mind and that robot. That was yeah. They were they were individuals, but they were networked, and mm. so they were like artificial intelligence, like super uh, super soldier type thing. But they did have a network. So I wonder if Revenant has some sort of like. Yeah, he's an individual, but <clears throat> in, he's part of a of a race that's much more tied together than, mm-hmm. than humans or like are. a grouping of yeah. other like he's assassin robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. I like that idea. Um, I also wonder if they're gonna do something. So, the trailer they showed apparently takes place after the events of of tw- uh, Titanfall Two. So it's twenty five years prior to Apex Legends. Oh. Um, so at the end of the trailer, they show a little girl who has been affected by Revenant's uh, killing spree that he goes on. And I just kind of wonder who she is. <laughs> like, Man. is she going to show up and be like, okay, I'm the girl who's going to kill <laughs> yeah. Revenant. I'm going to be honest. I always, I don't know why, like I know, but I always forget that Apex Legends and Titanfall are in the same universe. Yeah. I, like, I know it is, and, and every time I see it, I just have to be like, that's right. Every, right. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I haven't played Apex in so long, but, like, every time I see something about Apex Legends, I want to go back to playing it. Because it, it it's like you took the idea of Overwatch having this overarching story and, uh, you know, connecting all these characters together... But then instead of making it a, like, uh, you know, one of those competitive MOBA-esque feeling games, you uh, you made it into a Battle Royale game. Yeah. 
which I like very much because none of the battle royale. Well, Fortnite kind of has a story if you like pay attention, and I don't. <laughs> no. But <laughs> Apex really has a story, and I think yeah. that's because it's tied to Titanfall. But it, I mean, maybe it's just a plus. I guess that was definitely one of my favorite um, <clears throat> battle royales that I was playing. Unfortunately, I think I forget which season it was. It might have even just been the first season. Um, I paid for the pass, played it way too much in yeah. however long that season lasted. Got towards the end of the season and realized like I'm not getting as much out of this as I thought I was gonna with how much mm-hmm. I put into it, and I don't think I've picked it up since. Um, I think it's, it's definitely still one of those just, games you want to play with like a friend. Oh yeah, you definitely need people. Um, like even they do have the uh, built-in mechanics so that you can. Uh, communicate with people without having a mic if you don't want to and all that you know it's very good for anyone playing alone to jump in and play alone with but you know with people Mm -hmm. um but it still feels like one of those games where you want to have like your friends a group behind you that still is tackling the content together oh definitely definitely I would play Revenant. He looks cool. I'm into assassin characters too, like yeah, messed was, up assassins. <laughs> I was always a wraith like character, like player. Yeah. I always liked playing wraith Re- and Reaper. Um, no, I never got, I never got the the handle on Reaper for some reason. I just wow. couldn't because it's like, I don't know. I I just couldn't get something about it. I mm. I also always usually played like diva or like an off tank. So fair enough. So yeah, fair enough. I like Diva too. Diva's <laughs> probably my favorite character. I'm actually I'm a Hammond guy though. Of course you are. <laughs> I play a lot of hamster. Did you see the guy who's doing a like all ball? Like he's just trying to rank up without ever using the guns on Hammond. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds fantastic. It looked. I, I just I watched like one video. He like cut together a bunch of games and literally he's just never un hamster balling. And just running around, it's great. That sounds great. <laughs> That's some of the best kills are just like you smack into someone and they're dead. No guns, just ball smack. That sounds bad. I'm sorry, I said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's uh, let's jump over to the next story. Speaking of uh, video vi- video games, you likes to play. Um, Google Stadia is responding to complaints from uh, its users. Players using Google Stadia are not happy with the rollout of the game streaming platform. Uh, Google Stadia launched in November with 22 games available. Since its release, Stadia has added 20 new games. Uh, However, players and those who have bought into Stadia so far are unhappy with the rollout of promised features and the lack of communication from Google. Earlier this month, Google announced that it would be adding 120 new games to the lineup, but gave no hints as to what those games might be. Reddit complaints prompted a Google rep to respond to the criticism from gamers, stating that any titles coming to Stadia would be left up to publishers to announce, which includes the 10 exclusive titles Stadia will allegedly be gaining. So, if you want to learn more about which games are coming to Stadia, you will have to find out secondhand, not exactly from Google. This is one of those, 
like, I'm gonna be a hundred percent. I I practically just forgot about Stadia. Completely. I think most people have. And uh, it's super unfortunate because it, to me, it's it's very like early, like early VR esque to me, where right. it's clearly this thing that yes, at some point this would be great to have, but I just don't think the th the thing like. I don't think the things that they think are implemented have been implemented. Right. And it's just, I don't know. I just, I don't think there's any, any need or reason to do this right now. Right. And some of the, uh, some of the like features that Stadia promised was like 4k streaming. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's not really there. They just added achievements in December. Um, so I mean, the, option of streaming your video games is there mm -hmm. uh the thing that's not really there though is the option to do anything else um the library of video games i mean there's not there's just not much no I, everything that's on there i could play somewhere else and right and with it just be easier and probably with less uh, potential stutter yeah um what was it? It was uh oh, it was Jedi Fallen Order reminding me how much I missed achievables. Yeah. Like I, I it was the first game because like, like Steam does it. There's no noise. It just pops up sometimes. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Um, but Jedi Fallen Order was the first time in a long time where like I'm playing a game and all of a sudden I get that little like that little nice noise, that little mm -hmm. pop up on my screen. Like hey, you did a thing. It's like man, I I miss these. I yeah. miss achievables. It's weird. Um. <laughs> The more the more we go like forward, like with Google Stadia, for example, I think I went like a little backwards with Same, video yeah, games. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Because the other day I was like, I really want to pick up a game. Actually, it was uh, not the other day. A couple months ago with Pokemon Sword and Shield, I was thinking, okay, I'll pre-order it. But then I said, not digitally though, and I uh, went. And I pre-ordered a physical copy um, and picked it up and did all the rigmarole that, like, normally we would not do because there's digital pre-orders now. Um, and I felt good about having a physical copy of a video game. And I was like, this is weird, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, I don't know. I don't know the last time I bought a physical copy anymore, to be honest. Oh, it feels nice. I can't. I won't do it for PCs, but like yeah, for no. consoles, I definitely pick up the CD or the cartridge. Or I just whatever, haven't no. played the console in a while. I think that was a problem because Casey's uh, been playing it. That'll do it. Yeah, but um, yeah. Unfortunately, Stadia has not been. I mean, even the you know media reports haven't been too favorable at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people are still experiencing some of the problems that it had before launch. Um, the again, the library just isn't there. Huh. It's rather unfortunate that for how much we seem to want this new technology, maybe we rushed into it. <laughs> I, well, I think that's it. I think it's just it's 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 a new. It's exactly what you're saying. It's a new technology that it's obviously lots of big lots of big like like catchwords that we all want to hear lots of big things we all want to do but i think mm -hmm. it's just i think it's too early for it and it's it's fine like they if there's any company that can launch something earlier than it 
then it should be launched and survive through it, it's Google. So like whatever. Right. That's it, true. It'll be here. I I think that's the one thing that that with Stadia Stadia, um, I am, I am okay with is that I don't care about it at all right now. But it's not going to go anywhere. And when we do get to the point where these are the things I look for when I'm thinking, hey, what's my next game system going to be? Am I going to buy a PS5, a, 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 an Xbox whatever, a X-X? Xbox X? Series X. Series X, thank you. Awful. Um, Awful am I going to build a, another another PC? Like, I think I think when I start getting into those questions, like maybe then I'll start thinking, okay, let's keep looking at this Stadia. Is it is it fine? If not, the PlayStation 6, whatever comes after the PlayStation 5, mm-hmm. and maybe it'll be time. And, and I, I think this, I think they're just playing, right now, I'm hoping, they're just playing the long game. They're just, it's out there, and they're not worried about, the, hopefully they're not worried about the sales, they're not worried about what it's doing right now. They just know that if we just leave this out there, we let it build, we we create what we can around it, then maybe one day we'll start, we'll start bringing people in. Uh, a lot of companies don't have that luxury, I think Google right. obviously does. So we'll see what happens. Powerhouse Google wants to control everything, including your video games. No no longer has Don't Be Evil or whatever it is in there. <laughs> don't Be Evil. I don't know. It wasn't that one of their like core things, like Don't Be oh. Evil or Don't Be Evil. Yeah, I guess. And they but took it out of know. their core. Like, yeah. <laughs> they were going to... It happens when you get power and money and filthy gamers. <laughs> dirty, <laughs> dirty gamers. Dirty gamers. <laughs> um, well, I do. I as much like I talk a lot of shit about Stadia to be quite honest, because again, I just think that they kind of jumped the gun. Again, though, you did say they can probably survive jumping in the gun, which is probably why they did it. But. I don't know. I, I I just hope at some point maybe we can get to a point where we're like, oh, you play on Google Stadia? Do you play this on Google Stadia? Just the way, the same way we ask, like, oh, what yeah. what platform do you play Destiny 2 on or something like that? Yeah, because, like, and that's the thing. For me, I'm not going to use Stadia. Stadia. I, I don't know why I always want to say Stadia. 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 Like sounds, a stadium. It sounds worse to me. <laughs> but um, I don't know, like... Maybe when I have gigabit internet. Mm. Maybe when I have... Verizon um, Fios Unlimited. Yeah, mm. like, maybe when that's when that's the case for not just me, but, like, for the majority of people, like, then I'll be interested in something where... That's a Cool, point. I'm just going to stream it all the time. Yeah. Because even, like, when Netflix started, I feel like this is very much kind of the same. Netflix started, mm-hmm. you, you used it, they had the streaming, and it was great, but you still, you still watched your movies on... On Blu-ray, or no, not Blu-ray at the time. I think it's still DVD, right? You still watch your yeah, movies on still, a disc. I right, see. you still got the discs ordered. Exactly. And now they were able to last long enough where now, like, the only like the only thing I watch stuff on is a streaming service of one That's or true. another. That's so maybe, true. maybe we're just there. Maybe we're just in the early days when everyone's like, Blockbuster's never going to die. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be dumb. And They're then, too big to fail. Yeah. And then now, uh, yeah, we're just waiting for the, the, the promised times. <laughs> mm. Do you think this means that, like, PlayStation and uh, Microsoft and stuff like that will someday go the way of the, uh, 
the way of Sega, way no of more tonsils. Um, I I could see it. I could see. I don't know. I I can't pretend to to understand what what'll happen. I could see. PlayStation. I could see Xbox. Like like Microsoft could just keep the. It, I gotta read my books again, but I'm pretty sure when I when I remember doing the research on it, the Xbox originally was planned as just kind of like a like this is just gonna be what we call our PC gaming, mm. and it was kind of like built around being a computer. And I could see the Xbox transitioning to that where sure, like I have the Xbox app on my computer. Yeah, to me, I have the Games Pass because it's great. Exactly to me, like <laughs> that's 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 what I wanted from Stadia. That's to me, that's like. Like, yeah, I can just build a PlayStation, or I mean PlayStation, I can just build a PC, and I have the Game Pass, so now I can play all my Xbox games. I could see right. PlayStation doing the same thing. They've got, what, the, the PlayStation Plus, the PlayStation, mm-hmm. it's not View, but the other one, where, yeah, I can download it, I can I can stream it from my, PC, or from my PS4 to my computer, and I could just see them eventually creating it like the Xbox app, where, okay, now, cool, I turn my computer on, I load up the PlayStation app and boom, we're going. So I don't know. I definitely, I definitely don't see those names dying anytime soon. That's fair. But yeah. I do see them eventually transitioning away from that. Like you're saying, like the hardware, the, okay, maybe, maybe they'll make like a box that sure you can, you can still play some of these games because there's always going to be people who don't want to buy or build a computer. There's always going to be, Okay, it's just easier to buy my nephew the box. So maybe they'll always make something, but I could definitely see them transitioning most of their their power behind something like the Xbox app, something like a, an app where cool, go about, go out, build your place, your PC, build, buy your PC, we'll do whatever you want to do. But here's where you can find all our games. You can buy, you can play them exclusively on our app. But whatever, who cares what system you're using, what 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 hardware you're using, right? I don't know. The future is so dim. I, Not I dim, guess so. But I mean, like, none of that's a hot take either, though. We have Origin. We have Battle.net. We have Steam, Epic Games. We do. Like, we have a whole yeah. lot of those. Yeah. We have all of those. I'm, and I'm fine. I have all of them downloaded on my on my computer. I don't, I've never been one of those, like, I just want everything to be on Steam kind of persons. Be- yeah. Persons? People? I started out that way, and then I was like, you know what? Doesn't matter how many stupid launchers there are. If no. if there's a game I want to play, I'm gonna go play it, and that's that. Yeah, exactly. I'll and that is the same for like millions of other people, and not just Todd on Twitter. Not just Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, um, I want I want a I want a, a a Twitter account that's just called Todd on Twitter. Todd on Twitter. Be, it can just be like those types of takes. The like, I want Terrible. all my games in one place. Terrible gaming takes. <laughs> terrible Todd on Twitter. Todd on Twitter. <laughs> terrible gaming takes. It's great. I like my games the way I like my fish. I don't know what that means. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to take a quick break. And we will be right back with more show. likes just about everyone except he really hates Malfoy. Harry Potter asked Cho Chang to the ball. Cho Chang said that she'd rather die here. So bad. <laughs> you can't. I can't. Or we'll okay. go to prison. 
Hello, we are Nargles and Other Nonsense, a Harry Potter podcast full of spells, jinxes, and curses. The adult kind. We are the hags of Hogsmeade, and I am Casey. I am Gabby. I've got 99 problems, and they're all warts. Paige. Have you ever wondered if Harry Potter could have been a Ravenclaw? If Ron is a time-traveling Dumbledore. Or if three friends can stay on topic. (laughs) Then find us wherever you listen to podcasts and enjoy many quizzes, rants, cry sessions, and complete nonsense. Here's our endorsement from Peeps. Harry Potter! Harry Potter! Harry Potter! Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. So, for our last uh, story this fine day, we're going to tackle something that's kind of hard to tackle. um, Because it does kind of... It it sucks. That's all that can really be said about it. But uh, the Overwatch League is canceling matches in China due to the spread of the coronavirus. At the beginning of January, reports out of Wuhan, China, stated that the virus was spreading across parts of China. As of this recording, there are now 7,000 confirmed reports of the virus across most of mainland China, and 170 confirmed deaths due to the virus. Because of this, February and March matches in China are cancelled for the foreseeable future, and will be rescheduled. So first of all, I want to say wash your hands. Please stay safe. Uh, the virus has kind of spread into uh, certain parts of the United States. We have, I think, not many confirmed cases. I think maybe five or six. Um, but it is, you know, spreading uh, from people who have been visiting China, um, people who have visited other countries close to China. There's some uh, German uh, uh, people who have contracted the virus as well. So do stay safe. Um be sure to cover your mouth when you cough, or wash your hands before you touch your face, all that good stuff, because the coronavirus does spread uh, res- through respiratory uh, action, so coughing, sneezing. Uh, t- uh, I believe they said that you can touch a surface and it will still be there uh, Have if someone has coughed on it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, be safe, be smart. Yeah. Um, that all said, it does suck that the Overwatch League is canceling some matches. Um, I believe the Shanghai uh, team has said some, you know, con- uh, yeah. Sh- words Shanghai about Dragons it. send out a thing on how they're they're like really appreciative of how concerned the community has been around them, yes. and their their first uh, uh, their first priority is making sure everyone is safe. Um, players community their organization um the like the coronavirus for me is like i don't know it's super serious it's it's a so sars was a coronavirus mars was a coronavirus um these are just a right now it's a it's a more prevalent version of that beefed up strain yeah and um it's it's super scary because like uh it's i don't want to say super scary but it it is it is very scary because it we live in a world now where even like when SARS came out, we were pretty connected, but like now you can go anywhere in like a couple hours. Right. <laughs> and, um, so far what in the States so far, there was one in, in Washington, um, one near Fresno, uh, not in Phoenix, but near Phoenix. 
Chicago, and then not in the U.S., but in Toronto, there has been a case um, confirmed. Mm -hmm. And it, it this all happened right around Lunar New Year, right around Chinese New Year, and that's one of the largest migration time periods of time. So people are just going all over the place. You you, you might not know you have it, um, but I'm I'm actually really happy uh, to hear uh, the Overwatch League. Um, especially as someone who covers it, I'm actually like really happy to know that they are stopping these games for a while. They are, um, I know the LPL, the the Chinese League of Legends league, uh, indefinitely delayed the games for now. Right. Um, the WHO has actually declared a global emergency as of today due to the coronavirus. Um, they were kind of playing it down a little, not playing it down, but they were keeping it at a at a this is dangerous this is a threat but but it's nothing it, it's nothing too worried about but yeah now it, it is declared a global emergency um there's a lot of good good resources out there for people if they want to learn about it um a couple good reddit subreddits that have been created around it um some some maps and mm -hmm. uh and data sets on where it is who, who how it spreads um like you were saying, it, it it can spread on surfaces. It's it's a very serious illness, and I think right now it's it's uh, fluctuating around a two percent um, uh, two percent fatality, mm -hmm. uh, which, for comparison, the common flu, while more people contract it, uh, has a point zero zero one percent fatality rate. So two percent is is that's a lot. That it doesn't sound like yeah. a lot, but when it comes to viruses and illnesses. That's huge. I do want to quickly update because the numbers I had were actually from yesterday. So as of Thursday evening, uh, 9,100 confirmed cases, 213 deaths. So, yeah. I mean, if you're kind of upset that the Overwatch League is not coming to China or, you know, you were planning on going to see some games in China, you know, chill out for a little bit because this is pretty big deal. Yeah, and and luckily, I, maybe I don't pay attention to it um, as much, but luckily I haven't seen too much. Um, like, oh, I can't believe you would cancel this type of stuff right. on Twitter. I think I think a lot of people are um, cognizant of of how dangerous and and how scary this this type of thing can be. I, you see a lot of memes, you, like a lot of people. Everybody's gonna meme still. Sure. Um, it's not great. Like, I don't love that people do it, but I mean, you gotta yeah. you gotta deal with it. How how you're gonna deal with it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just hope, I hope, uh, and, and knowing you and knowing the type of community you've called, you, you've cultured, I'm sure there aren't many people within your community who are, who are nervous about like, man, like they should just play the games. Right. But, um, yeah, just, just know that these, these companies and these organizations know, uh, they know that they're taking a hit on this, and and right now it's prevailing that that human human life and 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 uh, and safety is prevailing, and and that's great. That's awesome that that these companies and these organizations are taking taking kind of money out of their bottom line to to make sure that as many people as as we can keep safe are kept safe. Absolutely, definitely. Sorry, I get this. Like I did, I've done a lot of looking into this over no, the last couple of weeks because that has been part of uh, some of my 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 outside job, right. <laughs> my we, non games job. 
we talk a lot about how the you know the Chinese market for video games is mm-hmm. uh, you know very competitive, large. Uh, there's a large market for oh yeah video games. Um, but I mean, think of how it can be impacted if this many people have died and these many people are uh, you know infected with something that can't kill. Um, and how it can be worse if we don't kind of take care of ourselves and take care of the people affected. Yeah, not not to mention like you're like you're saying earlier how uh, it, the different ways it can be contracted. Like you, I don't think any of us can in in the states can fully grasp like how many people are in a city in China. Like right. New York, New York City has is is our one of our largest cities, our largest city, and that's like it pales in comparison to, to some of these cities that that is true. That China have been shut down. China's cities are densely packed. Yeah. Uh, the areas where they've been most affected, including uh, where it began in Wuhan, uh, it's said that the if you're in these kind of meat market areas, I can't remember exactly what they're called, but if you're in these areas, you're touching and interacting with. Uh, something like thousands of people oh yeah just like walking out of the door um it's it can be it, it can be a scary thing and uh now you're walking around amongst all these thousands of people uh with uh lockdowns in certain cities most cities i believe in china um everyone's wearing face masks mm-hmm. <laughs> it it's a it can be a scary time both in and outside of China because uh, just because of the conditions. Yeah, and I know on the West Coast we are, there's already quite a few people who are starting to wear the masks. Um, mm-hmm. If if you're listening and you do feel like you uh, are comfortable wearing the masks, just remember that the they if you put one of those on, you're you're leaving it on. Like you start scratching underneath or near it, and you've pretty much made the mask useless. Um, so like yeah if if you feel like you're more comfortable wearing a mask just look up some of the best ways on how to to wear it and 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 just remind remind yourself that like okay if i put this on i can't touch my face for the next however long i feel like i need to be wearing it Mm -hmm. um -hmm. i know that there were some cases uh, there were some reportings that people could get it um through like eye contact like essentially okay if i like rub my eye touch something and then you touch that and then you rub your eye you can pass it that way so um some people have been have been avoiding like wearing their glasses more they've been avoiding like pretty much any 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 i mean obviously you're putting your contacts in you're taking your contacts out you're washing your hands i hope but but yeah some people just decide you know what i don't know that's that's one thing i can take out of my day that might help me a little bit so yeah i'll just wear the glasses from now on um it's definitely like to me it's definitely one of those it's when the WHO says, "Hey, this is a global emergency." Like, take it. Yeah, take seriously. it seriously, guys. Like, definitely, definitely something to to not run around panicking about, mm-hmm. but definitely something to to be worried about, be concerned about, and and get as much knowledge and as much uh, information as you can about. It. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, well, we're gonna start winding down over after, here. After that wonderful, yeah, like, I mean, right you know what? It's a. I think it's a good note to leave on. I think it's fair. I think um, it's fair. If there's anything you 
take away from the podcast and it's like oh i should wash my hands today i've done i've done a great thing um we've done a great thing you're here too i guess uh, <laughs> so as we move along toward the end of the show we always ask that we uh you give our listeners a recommendation yeah which game or games should they be playing or on the lookout for yeah no honestly if you are someone who loves just story type games and, and you're not needing constant constant button pressure and you're not needing you want to be told a story and you want to you want to interact in a world um plague tell innocence is amazing and i think it's included in game pass um i bought it on steam i think it's there's a lot of different ways you can play it um really really great game highly recommend it if you're uh if you're someone who's in that souls mood i'm sure you've already heard of it but sekiro is is a lot of fun mm-hmm. um and then yeah if if for some reason uh, uh you're into star wars or you're into those types of games and you haven't played fallen order yet i'd definitely give it a shot um there was one other one i've been playing like co-op wise with a buddy of mine on steam mm-hmm. and i am drawing a blank on the name right now you were these little weird like you were all arms and you were flinging yourself around paint c- covered in paint trying to trying to get to the uh get to the like the little flag at the end of the the, the mission and i genuinely i'm drawing a blank right now is some stupid name and i'm gonna remember and i'll tell you about it you can link it later okay. but uh but yeah no if you're if you're if you're into co-op games go on uh go on steam and try to find this game that i'm describing because <laughs> it's so fun really yes. really stupid <laughs> stupid games are the best games sometimes like goat simulator that was a great game and still is a great game just because it was just stupid you were like a goat who could fucking blow it's like untitled goose game dumb game untitled great Go- game, yeah though. untitled goose game was a great game it was <laughs> really stupid <laughs> <laughs> really bad that. apparently there's a guy he made a uh he made like a little thing you a can goose run. that will walk yeah. on your computer yeah, it takes your i thought <laughs> i thought for a moment wow that's really cool and then i said i'm not getting yeah, it now. absolutely not though because <laughs> i would flip out and delete it immediately risk of rain isn't what i was thinking of but risk of rain too has been that a lot a of fun game. it's been a lot mm-hmm. of it's a lot of good fun but yeah now i'm not going to be able to find it and i feel really bad now that i even mentioned it well you suck <laughs> i'm <laughs> terrible <laughs> Um, I'm gonna recommend Temtem. Um, I've not played Temtem yet, but from what I've seen, I think I'm gonna grab it, and I'm gonna recommend that you grab it, and we can all play Temtem together, and, uh, be like Pokemon Masters, except not Pokemon, it's Temtem. See, see how you get away with it? It's great. I love it. Um, but I've heard really good things. Um, I actually had a coworker come up to me. I was like, oh my gosh, have you played Temtem yet? I was like, what are you talking about? And it just sounds, uh, it just sounds like a, a good, uh, a good time. I found it. I figured it out. What is it? It's called Heave Ho. Heave. Oh, and it is hilarious. Game. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely try to play it if you guys enjoy uh, a co-op games. Uh, sorry, I was listening. Tam Tam does sound a lot of fun. I'm probably gonna go grab it. It's but also, Heave Ho was 30, great. <laughs> it's thirty-five dollars right now, and 
once they leave early access the price will probably get jacked up so grab it while you can it's an mmo it's like a it's like a pokemon game it's legit it's indie you're not going to get a virus from playing it or nothing because it's a legit game it's on steam grab it 35 and some change you got that in your couch right now probably couch cushion dollar bills couch couch cushion cash couch cushion that's a podcast cash. I made like three bucks when I put up new insulation on my roof because whoever did it last time just threw a bunch of beer and pop cans up there. So go check your roofs or your your go attics. Check go your check your attics. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they just threw uh, whoever did work up there. Just, Thirty-five dollars worth. Of yeah. Just cans. Beer and, cans and bottles and shit. It was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Gross, yeah, but money. I'm really happy I cleaned it out. Even though like I'll <laughs> never go up there again. <laughs> uh, okay, and finally to finish off this episode. Please let us know where we can find you on the internet, and if you have anything else to plug. Yeah, definitely. Uh, search Think Hard in everything. Uh, I think it's sometimes it's got a it's the full word. Sometimes it doesn't have an A in the hard. Sometimes it's got an underscore in there somewhere. Sometimes it doesn't have an A in the hard. Yep. It's just H R D because who needs vowels? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So find me on anything there. Uh, Think Hard five six three six on Discord if you want to tell me I'm a terrible person. <laughs> don't do that please <laughs> don't my do uh my wife has a podcast i think we've talked about uh about harry potter nonsense and other narcos go give that a go give that a look and uh and if you like esports you like overwatch come on over to watchpoint lobby uh we've got like i said about 40 something 40 to 50 writers uh, just pumping out content uh it's a lot of fun a lot of good stuff on there uh, and then, yeah, go wash your hands and, and please uh, go stay safe. <laughs> wash your hands. Yeah. I bet you haven't done it now. Go <laughs> do it. Go do it now. Now. Um, all right. Well, as always, you can find me at Kamijace Gaming on Twitter. Uh, and you can find the Weekly Cooldown on Twitter as well at w- WK Cooldown. Be sure to visit the Weekly Cooldown Facebook page. Visit the new Weekly Cooldown Instagram page you'll see pictures of me uh, and some other pictures. Also, videos and clips of the episodes will be up on there. Uh, Visit WKCooldown.com for more news and other episodes. Be sure to check out the links in the description, including, of course, our Humble Bundle for this week. And support your favorite charities and support the show. Um, Also, be sure to check out any links in the description of course that have to do with donations to the show you can now donate to the weekly cooldown at your leisure 50 cents a dollar big deal who cares like you got it just give it over um also and finally be sure to rate and review us on apple itunes stitcher uh anchor or wherever you listen to podcasts that's all for the weekly cooldown i am commie jace I'm I'm think hard, I'm Austin. You think hard, you're Austin. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye.